Joe Pags Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Hi, great to have you. Thanks. I appreciate you stopping by. There's a lot going on, lots to get to. He was the Southern District of New York Chief U.S. Attorney. He was also in the Department of Justice. He was an Assistant Attorney General under Reagan. He, of course, the former mayor of New York City who cleaned that city up, and it is uh, Rudy Giuliani. We've got him at the bottom of the hour, and I ask him very specifically, can you indict somebody like Alvin Bragg just did? Can you, can you indict somebody and not say what the crime is? There are 34 felony counts that say the, I don't know, the paperwork mismanagement related to another crime, but he doesn't say what the crime is. He doesn't say what raised these misdemeanors at best to felonies. He doesn't say why the statute of limitations doesn't mean anything. But he also says, he doesn't want to be critical, but he says Trump's lawyers should have done something on Tuesday that they, they didn't do. That's going to be interesting to, to, for you to find out. That's happening at the bottom of the hour, which means the 30 or about 32 minutes after the hour. We're going to have Rudy Giuliani on and his insight that he gives into the, the case against Trump, which he says is not much of a case is going to really be eye-opening for you on a Friday. Ah, uh, freedom. Uh-huh. Hey, Polo's in the house making it happen. Sam Bam getting it done. Oh, what happened to Sam? He is not there. We'll get her back. I'm your talk monkey, Joe Pags, making it happen for you. Getting it done like a big dog. There's Sam. Hello there. Whatever's on your mind, fair game. If I know something about it, we'll talk about it. If not, we'll move on. 888-941-PAGS. 888-941-7247. Now, let me, let me say this right from the outset. And by the way, Chocolate Voice is off today. Should be back on Monday. I get a lot of email every day. I really enjoy getting the email. So many of you with really good ideas. Now listen, if you write me two pages, I'm not reading it. I mean, I just, I'm not being a jerk. I just don't have time. But if you write me a sentence or two, that's awesome. A parody idea. Hey, like this on the show. Like that on the show. More chocolate voice, whatever. So the vast majority I get, I would say, and this is being conservative, 95 to 98% is positive. Every once in a while, I get a negative one. I don't highlight their names because they don't deserve to have their name mentioned on my show. But I got one today from a guy who was just filthy in his language, whatever. But his basic point was that we all fell for it. All conservatives fell for it. Now we are pushing Trump, and Trump has no chance to beat Biden. Now, there is an argument that could be made because election laws weren't followed in states in 2020 that Trump got screwed in that election in 2020. I'm not talking about voting machines. I'm talking about stuffing ballot boxes that weren't even legal in many states. 2,000 mules shows through geotracking how there are certainly questions about how that, that election was prosecuted. It's my feeling that if we went by state law and went by throwing out any illegal ballot, and a lot of them were illegal because state law didn't change just because of COVID, that Trump would have won rather easily. But now, I mean, after the American people have suffered under six and a half to eight and a half percent inflation, a dollar to three dollars more per gallon for gas, the attack on all energy that God provided us, the push to get all this green crap done through spending trillions of dollars, 
the debt going up, the deficit going up, wages not going up as fast as inflation is, we know that we're an economic downfall. We have $200 billion, according to any bigs, that we've already sent over in equipment and money to Ukraine to fight Russia. All while we're pushing a very, very far left radical agenda where I'm talking about trans ideology, gay ideology, I mean, start to finish division everywhere. Cops are still bad. You're, you're electing Marxists now in Chicago. So as close as Trump, let's say Trump lost, and by uh, every vote that was counted was legal. You still, just in two years under Biden, I mean, I didn't even mention Afghanistan yet. I didn't even mention the fact that he falls down all, all the time. He can't get through a sentence when he's talking in front of people. Just the the presence of Joe Biden in the White House, I think that I don't name a person can beat Joe Biden. So if you think that somehow Donald Trump running against Joe Biden gives Joe Biden the the win in 2024, you must be smoking crack. I would like for you to get tested for drugs. Now, when this person wrote me, he said that you know just all, all sorts of disgusting things about my support for Trump and whatever else, and that's fine. I'm a big man; I can take that. But I also found it interesting that when I told him to call the show, that he, uh, uh, he's not going to do that. So on Free Speech Friday, we do open the lines. We give you the ability, 888-941-7247, 888-941-PAGS, to call in and call me out. If you want to have that lively debate and mix up, what I won't do is what radical leftists do, which is go break into the bank or the Starbucks next door because I'm so oppressed. What I won't do is... Shout over you. Now, some of you are so intimidated by my manly voice, girl. And I get it. It's manly. And most of you guys will never, ever reach the depths in your voice that I have. Get over it, Sparky. I understand that. You're intimidated by my voice. But what I don't do is what some of you allege. I don't talk over and shout down callers who disagree. In fact, and my entire staff can can attest to this, I will normally give you a minute to a minute and a half without me saying a word. And I'll even wait for you to pause and I'll say, are you done? Because then I want to respond to what you said. What generally ends up happening with somebody who is so completely emasculated like the guy who wrote me today is that I will ask them if they're done. They'll say, yes, fine. And then I'll start responding and they'll jump right in. And at which point I will shout them down, at which point I will put them on hold, but not before their case is made. I enjoy lively debate. I'm not a leftist. I don't want you eliminated from society or canceled because you want to disagree with me. I really do like having that back and forth because I am confident I'm going to come out with the, with the upper hand because I know what I'm talking about. And generally speaking, you don't. So I bring that up. Not, I'm not going to read it verbatim because I can't. A lot of what he said was not arable on, on the radio. And then when I called him out on his language, well, what do you mean? What, you're, you can't take a little language? Call the show. Call the show. I love doing Free Speech Friday. I don't have to. There is nothing in my contract that says do a Free Speech Friday, but I literally want those naysayers who contact me on social media or contact me on on uh, on email to call the show because between you and me, it would be a really, really fun reel to put up on, on Instagram. It would be a really good segment that I would post on social media. And God knows if you beat me in the debate, I'll put that up first, which by the way, in 35 years has never happened. But I do, I enjoy that. So stop being those trolls that you're being. Uh, honestly, stop being that person who just wants to get a hold of people 
and shout them down or tell them off or call them horrible names. You are never going to get me to change my, my and uh, this should work for everybody in society, not just me, but another person should not be able to change your mind on something because they scream profanity at you. They should never make you change your stance on an issue because they called your mom a name. And that's really what we have denigrated to in this country. We are no longer a country that mixes up ideas and then goes and watches a football game afterwards. No, we have to hate each other. And that has been perpetrated by the left and pushed on us by the left. And it's actually happened in school. I kid you not. Now, there's something happening in Texas, which is where we're based, that I think the the entire nation needs to know about. This is from the Texas Tribune, which is a far left-wing, non-journalistic outlet. Texas Senate approves education savings account bill, but House signals a tough road ahead. A Texas House vote earlier in the day suggests Senate Bill 8 might be short of the votes needed to pass in the lower chamber. Senators also passed a bill on Thursday that would give teachers a one-time bonus. Oh, I guess you got to sign up. No, maybe not. There's a picture here. There's a rainbow in the classroom, whatever. It goes on to say, this is who's this written by? Brian Lopez, Patrick Svitek, and Alex Nguyen. Because you need three people to write this piece for the Texas Tribune. Three, you need three. Okay. A bill that would create a program to let parents use state funds to pay for private schools, a longtime conservative goal, a top cause of Governor Greg Gabbitt in this legislative session. And a big concern for public education advocates was approved in the Texas Senate on Thursday, moving one step closer to a House vote. The bill now moves under the House for a committee hearing where it's expected to face stiff opposition. The Senate vote came the same day the House approved a budget amendment opposing school vouchers, the first indication of the tough road ahead for the proposal. Senate Bill 8 by Senator Brandon Creighton, from Conroe, which is in the Houston area, passed with an 18 to 13 vote along party lines. Senator Robert Nichols, Republican from Jacksonville, was the only Republican to vote against it because he must be an idiot. Quote, we have an obligation to give Texas students more choices, Creighton said, on his bill that empowers parents to make decisions for better outcomes. The Senate also voted unanimously for an accompanying bill um, or piece of legislation, Senate Bill 9, which would give a one-time bonus to teachers of $2,000 and a $6,000 one-time bonus to those in districts with less than 20,000 students. It also establishes funding for schools to establish residency programs to better prepare teachers. The bill got preliminary approval with a 22-9 to 9 vote. The bill was not popular among teacher groups, which said educators deserved an across-the-board pay raise or at least a, a higher one-time bonus to make up for inflation. SBA, also a priority of Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick, would establish an education savings account which would give parents who opt out of the public school system up to $8,000 in taxpayer money per student each year. These funds could be used to pay for a child's private schooling and other educational expenses such as textbooks and tutoring. SBA would also severely restrict classroom lessons, campus activities, and educator guidance about sexual orientation and gender identity in public and charter schools up to 12th grade, with very limited exceptions. Creighton has previously told the Texas Tribune that the bill packages um, education savings accounts with those restrictions together because parents he talked to view these issues as inextricably linked. On the floor, Creighton faced questions about how the program would protect taxpayer funds from fraud, whether the state could uh, hold private schools accountable over student test scores, and how the program could be considered a choice for every parent if private schools aren't required to accept every child. Senator Boris Miles, Democrat from Houston, said there weren't enough measures in place to make sure funds were mis- weren't misused and to hold private schools accountable over test scores. All right. I'll get, I'll get credit where credit's due. That was pretty straight down the middle of that reporting, although you feel a slant towards the teacher's angle of it. But I'll give them credit, these three reporters that had to get together to write one story, that they did okay with it. Having said that, school choice, school vouchers, taxpayer funds to go to charter or private schools is a no-brainer. 
And I'm a guy that can afford to send my kids to, to private school. I don't. They go to public school, but I can afford it. So it doesn't really benefit me. This would benefit those who can't afford it. This would benefit those in lower income areas. This would benefit those in bad school areas where the public school is failing and it sucks. This would help those people have the opportunity. This should be an argument for the left. Why isn't it? Because teachers unions are too powerful. Because Randy Weingarten with her annoying voice is too powerful. You see their ridiculous response. We don't want school choice, but give teachers a bigger raise. What? Why? If the school is failing, we should actually cut teacher pay. If the school is failing, we should cut the the public funding of that school. And certainly, there should be competition for our public tax dollar. I live in Texas. I pay property taxes. I fund the school district. So why exactly wouldn't there be a competition for my dollar? I make money on advertising on my show. We make a little bit more if we add more stations. I compete to get those stations. There are other shows that are on at the same time as I am. I like competition. Makes me stay good. It also makes my competition up their game if they want the advertising dollars. Why McDonald's has been against Burger King for decades. Wendy's is in the mix too. Domino's versus Pizza Hut versus Papa John's. I mean, competition is the American way. It forces better products and it forces lower prices. Why isn't that allowed in education in this country? If I want to send my kids to private school, I still have to fund the public school. What the what? That's like saying, if you'd like to order Papa John's tonight, you got to send 10 bucks to Domino's. What? Sam, would that make any sense? No. I mean, let's use our brains here. Oh, just, just bought a Happy Meal. Let me send Burger King five bucks. You got to be high. But for some reason, if you want a better alternative for your kid, if the public school is failing, you still have to fund the public school, which doesn't make sense. And hello, legislators in Texas, you better do the right thing here because, again, we've got a House and a Senate in Texas and a governor's office and lieutenant governor who are all red. They're all Republican in this state. But keep in mind, the Republicans said, yeah, let's let, let's let there be some some chairs of committees by Democrats in the House. Why? The voters voted you in. Do the job they expected. And those of you who think you're Democrats and don't want school choice, think again. You're hurting your kids, you're hurting your community, and you're stopping the ability to compete to make public schools better. This won't get rid of public schools. This will force them to better perform. Hello? 888-941-PAGS. 888-941-7247. JoePags.com. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pags Show. Great to have you. Thanks. I appreciate you stopping by. We're about seven or eight minutes away from Rudy Giuliani coming on. America's mayor, former Southern District of uh, of New York, U.S. prosecutor, the U.S. attorney there. He was also part of the uh, the attorney general's staff over under Reagan. Uh, of course, America's mayor, 9-11, he brought us back. He brought us together. This guy, he's got some very good insight into what just happened with Alvin Bragg and the fact that he put up 34 charges but doesn't see what the crime is. 
He has a lot to say about that. He also says that an opportunity might have been missed by Trump's lawyers on Tuesday. You're going to want to hear that as well. Make sure that you, you tune in. Stay right here in the radio station. Or if you'd like to watch the interview with Rudy and with me, just go to uh, JoePags.com and click on Watch Now. All right? Let me tell you in the meantime about um, Cozy Earth. Slept very well last night. I love these sheets. We've had them for a while now. If you're not sleeping really great, if you can't say, I'm sleeping great, I want you to, to stop being part of one of three Americans that are reporting being sleep-deprived, and your sheets could be the problem. i got to be honest with you. The wrong sheets can trap body heat, leaving you boiling one minute, freezing the next. There is a solution. Cozy Earth Sheets and sleeping just great because of the Cozy Earth Sheets that we have. It's like sleeping on a cloud made from viscose from bamboo. Cozy Earth are the softest, most luxurious, and best temperature-regulating sheets on the planet. you got to go and check it out. This is a brand that you're going to want to go check out. Trust me. It speaks volumes that I'm sleeping so much better because it's not easy for me. Cozy Earth also offers a 100-night sleep trial. Sleep on it, wash it, try it out. If you're not completely in love, just send it back for a full refund, whether it's their luxury sheets, loungewear, pajamas, or premium waffle bath towels. You're going to love shopping at Cozy Earth. Go right now to the website, cozyearth.com, cozyearth.com. Enter my promo code PAGS, P-A-G-S. Save up to 35% right now. That's cozyearth.com. Promo code is PAGS, P-A-G-S, cozyearth.com. Make it happen right now. Let me go to the phone lines. I appreciate you stopping by. It's, um... Let me go to uh, Michael, who's on line two in Minneapolis. Hi, Michael. What's going on? Hey, Joe. Love you like a brother. Thanks. I am a MAGA Republican. I could not disagree with you more go on ahead. what's coming up in the next major election. Okay. I think we can have our butts handed to us on a platter, even if we put President Trump up, up against uh, Joe Biden. How Number so? one, we know they're going to cheat. It's a fact they're going to cheat. Number two, they just took the Supreme Court in Wisconsin. They soundly trashed a conservative candidate. They just beat a moderate Democrat in Chicago with a candidate that makes Lori Lightfoot look like Ronald Reagan. The, the, I just spent an hour listening to left-wing radio here in Minneapolis. Their issues are abortion and trans rights. That's it. They, comment, they think the economy is great. Green energy is magnificent. Until the right wakes up and learns how to communicate better, we're in deep yogurt. Well, what, I, what, I, Michael, we i got to stop you because what happened in Wisconsin, uh, it looks as though they're investigating it for cheating. They were giving out $250 in bonuses if you got somebody to go and right. vote. That's against the law. You can't do that. So that's being investigated. So that might change everything in Wisconsin. The thing is Chicago, Chicago's oh. gone. Chicago's gone. I got to tell you, Michael, I appreciate you, but I got to be able to respond to you. Chicago's gone. I don't know what's wrong with people there, but a guy who is a racist won. I don't think that people are winning elections on the left because of abortion and trans rights. Because there aren't enough people who are who are trans to change an election that much. They're winning on the messaging. So maybe you and I will agree here. You've got to be able to, to talk about abortion and talk about it as killing an unborn child. Talk about it as something that 98% of the time is being done out of convenience for the mother. We've got to talk about it on, on, a, on a level with language that talks to the common man. When it comes to trans rights, we have to call it what it is. We have to we have to talk about it on a very very uh, on a level where everybody, no matter what they do for a living, no matter what their education level is, can understand. But if they're paying people for votes, you got to call that out and prosecute it. And when you do that, you'll stop them from cheating like that. Eight 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 nine four one Pags JoePags dot com. Rudy Giuliani. When we come back, do not touch that dial. Joe Pags. <laughs> 